Welcome to Humanize IT, where technology experts meet to discuss business strategy, industry trends, how we can make IT more personal with conversations, not presentations, and occasionally engage in a laugh or two. All right. Good morning or afternoon, everyone, depending on when you get our podcast. It's like it comes out at midnight, but you know, we have people all over the world. So, you know, Australia might be listening to this midday. So today we have Mike Giovanni on here with Get Networks, and he and I are doing a talk next week. But this is this is really Mike's brainchild. So I want to learn from Mike, say hi, and tell us, you know, you know, a little bit about your MSP as well as what made you think you wanted to do a talk at IT Nation Connect this year. Sure, Adam. Thanks. Um, so the brainchild of of this whole endeavor comes from just years of working in the MSP space. I started my company back in 1988, uh, break fix like most of us. Um, and oddly enough, one of my sidelines there was repairing musical equipment. And my claim to fame there was I repaired an amplifier for the Beach Boys oh, uh, nice. when they were on tour. Uh, but, you know, moving on to that, one of the things that I learned when I was in the military was the value of, you know, preventive maintenance, but also of risk assessment, understanding what you needed to do to keep things running. And so that has been a real foundation piece for me. And then moving forward, I spent a lot of time uh, educating, uh, of all things, uh, Boy Scout leaders. And one of the things that we we really focused on was using SWAT sessions, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats to really understand the dynamics of what is effectively a boy-led organization and making sure that things stayed on the rails because as we know, teenagers can really cause some headaches if you let them. So <laughs> using SWAT sessions in, in youth organizations- All my gray hairs here. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, so I found that using SWAT sessions really applied to my clients because it helped me understand what their pain points were. It helped me understand how I could work, use my knowledge, my background to improve the likelihood that they would succeed in their goals. And, and SWAT sessions are great for understanding what your goals are and how you're going to achieve them. Because you look at barriers, you look at obstacles, and you turn them into opportunities. And so that was the brainchild of this talk. Why did I want to do it here at IT Nation Connect? Because it's a great opportunity to help my fellow MSPs serve their clients better. And, and I think there are enough really, let's let's just say, you know, world-class MSPs out there that are doing the right thing. Um, but there are equally a, a lot more that that are kind of bumping their way along, trying to figure out how this all works. And if I can use anything that I've learned over the years to help those who were where I was get better at what they do, then I have used the gifts that I've been given the right way. I, I'm not holding them to, for myself. I'm, I'm giving them out. So that's really the, the purpose and, and the desire to do this. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel the same way when you said you're doing a talk and like, hey, do you want to come talk to you? I'm like, sure. Adam Walter never shuts up. So, you know, I can fill in time. <laughs> And I, I love SWAT exercises and it's, you know, I may not even just say SWAT. I might walk into a room and I, I'm mentally tracking my questions by sure. boxing them up into what you're saying. Yeah. And, you know, I love the, the story about like the Boy Scouts and using this to kind of wrangle teenagers and how to uh, do assessments. And 
you know, you've got to like help people know where their boundaries are. So, yeah. you know, teenagers are very good at they they want to know more about life, but are they going in the right direction? You know, I talk a lot about, you know, if people talk about bad things just happen to me all the time. Like, well, are you putting energy into your life going in the right direction? Have you thought about where do you want to be in a couple of years? Are you putting energy into that? Or are you letting kind of fate, the winds take you to wherever they will? Like, you're, are you an opportunist where you're just like, oh, there's an opportunity. I will take it. So a SWAT exercise helps you like wrap around like which opportunities should I chase as well as what strengths do I have so I can put energy into that and avoid my weaknesses. Yeah. These little exercises, there's lots of books out there like strengths finder, how to take advantage of your strengths, you know, how to work on your weaknesses, all these self-help books. There's a billion out there, but in the end you, you have to sit down and do an exercise to figure out what it is they are. <laughs> that is driving your business, driving yourself, driving your opportunities. And what is that? And how do you decide what that risk profile looks like of like, ooh, I need to avoid that risk because that's going to hurt. Yeah. And, and here's one of the dangers, though. So SWAT exercises mm -hmm. can be good. They can also be bad. If all you focus on are the weaknesses and the threats and you don't spend time building up the strengths and really you know, putting the opportunities or bringing them into the light, then you've missed the plot. You've really missed the plot yeah. because especially with clients and, and companies, they don't want to hear all the bad. They want to hear the good. They want to, they want to be able to see, Hey, we're moving yeah. in the right direction. We've done some good things. We're not just pure crap. So, yeah. yeah. So you really have to emphasize, start with the strengths and really build on those. And, you know, that helps them accept the fact that along with strengths, you're going to have some weaknesses. Yep. Now, the key there is to take those weaknesses and immediately spin them around. How can we create that weakness into an opportunity for internal growth? Because the weaknesses are generally inside. They're, those are the things that you're looking at. What are we not doing as well as we could be doing? Yes. And how can we make that shift into doing it better? So in, in my organization, we live by the, the motto of better every day. You know, we strive to be better every day. If we made it a process, yeah, we, we constantly want to grow. And the only way to do that is through constantly looking at where are we stumbling and how can we improve that? And so when you're doing a SWAT session with a client, you really have to be able to spin those, those weaknesses into ways that they can improve those areas. Maybe it's they need to hire a new person that has those skills, or maybe it's some on-the-job training for, you know, a weaker person. It helps bring that into the light. The threats, that's the external forces. And those are the things that you can use some of those, you know, but maybe it's technology solutions. Maybe it's guidance. Maybe they're doing something that could get them in hot water down the road and giving them some guidance on, you know, some policies and procedures that can get them out of that particular tailspin bring them back into maybe it's a weakness now. So there's ways that you can move things, um, move that needle just by having the conversation and just by bringing those things out into the open. Um, so that's really where it's at. That's, that's what the, the whole point of this, this discussion is going to be. And, and, and from our conversation, and we're going to have fun with this, Adam, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're going to be, we're going to be riffing on, you know, the, the classic SWAT in the moment, 
at IT Nation Connect. And, and what better way to do that than let's SWAT the event? Yes. Just to show you, like, SWATs can be provided to anything. Like, so you talk about um, how, you know, doing a SWAT to find your weaknesses and how can I do those better? I even say, how do you identify your weakness and avoid them? So at Humanize IT, we ask questions like, how do I track Microsoft licenses? Like, we don't do that. Is that something we should be doing? And so as, a, as an MSP, you can say, we are weak at firewall design. Like, that's something you should be doing. But you know, you're also weak at boarding dogs. <laughs> you have no capacity for that. Should you? And so is that really a weakness? It is a weakness, but it's a deliberate one. Right. And identifying where this is not what we do. I do not board dogs. We are an MSP. Or as an MSP, you say, we don't do security services. We partner with somebody to do that. Right. And they're really good at it. And we're really good at ops. And it, and it makes a great product for our clients. So, you know, deferring risk is something that, or transferring risk, is something that a SWOT exercise will help you do. And then while we're at the event, we can talk about what does ConnectWise do really well? What are they not really good at from an event perspective? And, you know, that kind of feedback from is, is really important. Like they are really bad at, um, um, you know, not providing alcohol, right? <laughs> like if, if I'm an AA person at a ConnectWise event, ooh, it's, it's a long week, <laughs> you know, but, on the other hand, you know, like they are really good at making sure snacks are out, making sure alcohol is available at the right times, making sure drinks and there's fun stuff to do. They're really good at that stuff. They're not going to be an AA meeting. Um, but what else could they work on? But you can apply this to everything. So like, you know, how you're raising your kids. What am I really good at? What am I weak at? Sure. What are my opportunities for growth? You know, if I'm going to go out camping with as a Boy Scout, I love camping, uh, you know. I am out in the wilderness now. People say, I don't really camp because I have a fifth wheel. Like, yeah, screw you. <laughs> I slept on the ground enough. I deserve this now. In the, in um, the thunderstorm, you can laugh while they're yeah, yeah. Well, It rained on us three inches the last time I went camping. And I got to tell you, I really liked my camper that day. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so the, 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 that's a weakness that could say, hey, you know what? <clears throat> when I'm out camping, I really am tired of sleeping on the ground. I really want a comfortable bed. I'm going to get a fifth wheel. And then, you know, I'm, I'm fixing that. What is allowing me to go out and fish or hike or see the outdoors more? And that's a comfortable bed to come to when I get back. Sure. And here in the Midwest, it gets stupid hot in the summers too. So I really hate being out in the 110 degree heat all afternoon and then coming back and sleeping in a 90 degree tent. Yeah. And even then, if you sleep in the open air, you, you know, now I'm dealing with mosquitoes. So what are the weaknesses there? How can I mitigate them? I mitigate them with a camper. And that's just it. Like the SWAT exercise is so versatile. It is. You can apply it to everything from how you do your employee evaluations, how you determine which kinds of clients do I want in my MSP? Where can I grow my employees? Just add a context and start a SWAT. Right. And, and what I find is that, you know, I think every MSP should at the very least do an annual, if not quarterly SWAT, because it helps keep them in alignment, not only with on their, their MSP, on their MSP. Yeah. But, but it also, it can be used to say, how are we doing as an assessment? How are we doing supporting our clients? 
What do we need to do to improve to be world-class? What do we need to do to just move that needle in a positive direction that is going to result in raving fans amongst our client base and drop churn? Because that's another thing that really kills MSPs is churn. You know, you may have the greatest. Churn kills us all. My software company. It kills us too. (laughs) You may have the greatest service delivery. You may have the greatest stack of technology. You may have all of the pieces in place. But if you forgot to recognize that the person who you talk to most at that organization is having a bad day and say, hey, you know, how can I help you today? What can I do for you? And really recognize, I learned a long time ago, and, and it, it came back when I was in the Coast Guard. One of my one of my uh, supervisors on the Coast Guard Cutter Chase said, Mike, here's the most important thing that you need to, to understand as a technician. If you haven't fixed the person, you haven't fixed the problem. And I can say that SWAT exercises really help you dial in on the people. You, it really yep. helps you understand the dynamics of the organization that you're working with, whether it's your own or whether it's a client. And, and when you can have those conversations and really get to the meat, meat and potatoes of what are, what are they going through? Yep. Where do they want to be? What, what are their goals? The SWOT assessment can really help you focus on how to get them there. Uh, I like to use the, the simple fact that, hey, we want to help you grow your business. Our, our corporate mission is to ensure our client success through the effective application of technology solutions. But the real truth is, a lot of times, it has nothing to do with technology. It has everything to do with conversations about how do we help you get to your business goals? Yep. Sometimes, yeah, technology plays a part. But sometimes it's just the 30 plus years of business experience that I have working with so many different companies that I can say, hey, you know what? I've seen that in the past and it worked. I've seen that in the past. It didn't work so well. But you may be able to do it better if you focus on X, Y, Z. Yeah. And so that's, again, the SWAT session has the ability to do that. It really has the ability to, to open and, and up the doors. That's that business part, right, yeah. of, of when we talk about we turn IT people into business managers. And that business part is the hardest part. Your client knows their business really well, but they also need permission to talk about their business. They're just like you. You just said you should be doing a quarterly uh, assessment of your MSP. I'm willing to bet 90% of them don't do that. I would say, yeah. And it's not that you don't want to. It's it's a time thing. You know, you're constantly working on the M, your MSP or working in your MSP. Working on it means like asking those questions. Your client needs that too. And you can, that moment, can become a business analyst by simply asking those questions and using that framework. And then you can help derive risk portfolios so the client can understand, here's what we're doing really well. Here's what we're not doing well. But there's an opportunity there to hit that market. Now you're not saying this, you're not coming up with the ideas, but you're adding flavor to it with your experience, your unique values. So in Mike's instance, 30 years of being in business, what does that bring to the table? Like, well, you know, in the nineties, when we went through this, you know, in the two thousands, when we went through this, here's how we solved it. How does that apply to you? And they'll be like, well, and then let them extrapolate a a working solution out of that. You don't have to be the expert. You're just a flavor text. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is the thing, you know, when we talk about SWOT exercises and, and doing it as a as a led meeting, you know, so you are, you're the ringleader. The, the whole point of this is that you, the MSP, are the ringleader of the meeting. Your job is just to ask leading questions and then get the hell out of the way. 
Yeah. And let them talk. And so <laughs> you have to Get know out how, of the way. You have to know how to STUF. <laughs> you need that's why I say you're like you're running the meeting. You got the marker. Your job is to listen and, and write this stuff down. It, the reason you're is, writing things down is to get you to be quiet. It, it really <laughs> is. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we have the capacity of doing I'm a great engineer. Okay. I, you can give me the, the nastiest, gnarliest network problem on the face of the planet, and I'm gonna solve it. But it took me a long time as a, I am a horrible introvert. You know, I, I don't like talking to people. I really don't. Um, getting to that place where I could have a conversation with somebody and not feel that overwhelming imposter syndrome. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. It, it took. They're going to find out that I don't know that I'm a charlatan. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's taken decades to get to the place where I can say, shut up, just get, get, go away. And, you know, be able to use the knowledge that I've gained over the years to really help my clients. And that's really what it is. And, and it's, it's what I know that MSPs by and large, our primary goal is to help our MSPs or rather our, our clients and really help them grow. Um, because you know, we've got clients you know, our, our organization, we have clients that we've had for over 30 years. We started the business in 1988. I, I can tell two specific attorneys, We've had them for over 30 years because way, way back in the in the early days, we resurrected their Novell server from a complete dead stick state. And back then, it would take two to three days just to format a drive to load the Novell operating system. Yeah. We had them back up and running in 36 hours. I didn't sleep for 36 hours, but I had them back up and running. Um, and they have been rabid fans ever since. And that's just how we do business. You, know, you you have to focus on what are your strengths, build on your weaknesses, you know, improve them, recognize what uh, what is an opportunity. How 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 do you determine what is an opportunity? Well, the customer may not really understand that. They may not see that until you say, "Hey, you know, you guys are really good at this, and it's kind of like that. Why aren't you doing that?" What would it look like if you were to do that? And how can we help you get to do that? Which will, in, you know, diversify your market a little bit, potentially bring in an additional customer base, more revenue. If, if you can work to gain revenue for your clients, what does that mean? That they're going to have a larger budget to work with you. Yeah. And I think well, so we had that somewhere like, you know, oh, yeah, it was a, one of our shorts in, that we posted to YouTube uh, and LinkedIn a little while ago was like, how are you helping your client drive revenue that's going to pay your bills? Yep. Right. Your client may be or a dog kennel. How are you helping them drive revenue so they increase their revenue so they give you more revenue? And that should be. Part that well, that is going to be part of our talk on yeah. Friday at four. Is that as a uh, CIO, CISO, you have to think in terms of profit. Yeah. And as an MSP, you got to shift that mindset of not just a profit of the MSP, but the profit of your clients. How is what you're doing reducing risk to their profit margins or increasing their profit margins? And I think a lot of engineers get this messed up in their heads and think like, no, my, my job is to reduce risk on technology and to reduce risk profiles on at like exploits. Like, no, 
if you are thinking those terms, you're a good security engineer, you're a good ops engineer. The, they care about the technology and where it's going. A CISO or a CIO care about the company and where it's going using technology. So CISO or a C, in a corporate world, a CRO, chief risk officer, is looking across all of the finance of the company, all of the working units and saying, where are our risks at? From um, back injuries to uh, financial risk to debt load to um, you know IT risk. You're just a small piece of that puzzle in the, in the corporate environment. Right. So they need somebody to be able to think, how are we, how is this affecting the finance? So a CISO or a CIO needs to say, in the terms of technology, how are we generating profit or saving money for this company? And you as an MSP, that's your job. As if you call yourself a CIO, it's not to streamline business processes. It's not to go in and do that stuff. That is what a business analyst does. Your job as a CIO or a CISO is to look at the risk profile affecting the client's profit margins. Right. Uh, ideally, you know, as, a, as an MSP, one of our goals should be to turn IT into a profit center. You know, and, and when you look at that is looking at what are the impacts that technology is having to a business and being able to speak into that. So maybe it's life cycle management. One of the biggest challenges that we see is, you know, people want to hold on to old equipment, you know, because they don't, it doesn't cost them anything to their thought. But when they really turn that around and see that, um, and this is a great one for, you know, SWOT exercises, you know, how long does it take for you to do this particular process based on the fact that you have older equipment? Well, let yep. me show you that if you replace this older, this five or six year old desktop with a new desktop, that you've just recovered 40 to 50% of your employees' productivity. And in that productivity gain, you can pay off that piece of hardware in realistically a month or two. Yeah. And, and having that type of a business conversation and, and being able to show them that there's a benefit to having a life cycle management plan for not just not just their PCs, but also their mobile devices, their servers, their switches, their firewalls, um, but have them recognize that all of these things go hand in hand with overall security, productivity, functionality, um, maybe opening up some capabilities that they didn't have before. Uh, and yeah, and so having the knowledge and then being able to communicate it with the client and not about just say, hey, I want to sell you stuff. I want to show you how it's going to impact your business. Yep. I want to show you how it's going to improve your revenue. It's going to improve your productivity. It's going to reduce your risk. Uh, a simple one. And, and I just had this conversation in, in, a, in a TBR yesterday. When you consider that 85 to 90% of all cyber risk starts inside the organization, and of that, only a small portion of it is malicious in intent, most of that is because of ignorance. It, most of it is because of a lack of knowledge. So if you introduce a very basic cybersecurity awareness training platform, which is going to cost less than a cup of coffee per month per user, okay? So 
you're not going out and throwing that Dunkin' or Starbucks gift card every month on them. You're giving them a tool that is going to help them reduce your overall business risk. Yes. What is that worth to you? If you can cut that 85% number down to 35%, 50% risk reduction, simply by giving each person the equivalent of a cup of coffee a month. Yep. I think you, you, you hit upon the correct phrase there. And we need to wrap up here is that it's a great way to stop this uh, conversation is that you need to put it like, let me, let me re back up my thoughts here. You need to talk to your client about this business risk. So know what Mike said there. He didn't say to reduce your cybersecurity risk score, you need to do cybersecurity awareness because it applies to whatever compliance program. No, he said to reduce reduce the risk to your business. It's going to cost you as much of a cup of coffee every month and you're going to reduce your risk, especially over the holiday season, by 50%. That is worth it to you. One of these exploits can put you out of business. So over the next day, if you're a retail shop over Christmas, do you want to spend your, your Christmas time cleaning up a breach? Well, the chances of that happening, let's say it's a 35% chance of that happening per transaction or for, you know, whatever you want to talk about. Somebody coming in and stealing all of your inventory or starting to intercept all of your payments. Or in fact, just stopping your ability to use your credit card payment software. What if we could reduce that overnight? Talking about the business risk there, not the cybersecurity risk, but the business okay. risk. Yep. And that is how Mike is, is presenting this, is that now you're, you're talking about the same solution. We're talking about it in a different context. And a SWAT will help you get there. Like, the, oh, if you want to reduce that risk, here's what we have to do. Well, you've been telling us to do that for years. Yes, but now you understand why. And right. it's a disconnect. It's just you're talking two different languages. When we talk about lifecycle management, you guys are all talking about warranties. You should be using the word depreciation. That is what your client understands. Warranties are something you buy on your car that constantly track you down. <laughs> so... <laughs> I love this topic. I love talking about CISO and CIO because I feel like in the MSP world, there's such a disconnect into what a CIO or CISO actually is, as well as how to do a risk profile. We right. tend to be too narrow focused on our risk profiling. And if you come to the Pensacola F4, right, room at four o'clock on Friday, Mike and I will teach you the basics of how to do this. And it's not hard. No. And then we're also going to evaluate ConnectWise conference and say, how are they doing? They, they save the best for last. We're in the last time slot on the last day. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. I know. I thought like <laughs> I should just bring in a couple of bottles of whiskey or something. <laughs> okay. Shots. Oh, there you go. Oh, man. Every time, every time Adam makes a uh, social faux pas, do a shot. You'll be drunk by the end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, it was great uh, having you. you on the podcast. I look forward to seeing you at the... Uh, at the yeah, event at IT Nation. And uh, for all of you listening, come check us out. Uh, it's the, the title is VCIO, VCZO skills using SWAT sessions to create customer risk profiles. A mouthful. Four o'clock Friday, it'll be entertaining. It'll be fun. Um, it'll be engaging. A great way to end your week. So we'll see you all there. And I think uh, you're going to be in what, booth 422 out on the- I'm uh, going to be in booth 422. Come get the new unicorn shirt. There we go. 
augmented reality it. coolest experience ever we will also be giving away our um white Why glove onboarding at $2,500 for people at the event so the only time we ever do this is at events. Did, didn't, didn't I hear something about an Oculus 3 also on the board? There's also going to be an Oculus 3 giveaway. Ooh. Hey, I figure we're augmented reality t-shirts. And there you go. We'll do Oculus, which is uh, the Oculus 3 is all about augmented reality. You can use, I was told the other day you could build Minecraft using it in your front yard. Nice. So Let's watch out for Slenderman. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all later. Take care, all. Thank you for joining us today. If you like our podcast, please subscribe, comment, and check out our Facebook page. Also encourage others who want to see IT Transform to subscribe as well. We could always use your help.